Coaches Change Lives, hosted by Karen Peters. Hey guys, welcome to this week's show. I was supposed to be interviewing Katie um, Farrell this week, but unfortunately um, she was poorly. We rescheduled and then she got COVID. How unlucky. But I can tell you she's extremely well and who I do have today, really excited, is Yvonne Pritchard. I had a I had such a great time chatting to her. Um, she's going to talk about the six mental blocks that we have that hold us back. Um, but more importantly, what I found interesting is how she became a coach. Um, because most of us literally sort of become coaches through circumstances. So I will let her explain and um, yeah, enjoy. Ah, Yvonne, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, um, listen, listen, you, you, you're going to talk about the six mental blocks that hold people back. But actually, I'm interested. How did you get into becoming like a coach? You know, what is it? How did you get there? Um, it's quite an interesting story. So um, I'm going to go back a couple of years before I became a coach. So about... Ooh, five or six years ago, um, I was working uh, for a big corporate, um, basically as a sales and marketing manager. And I thought I was coping really well until little things started to happen to me. Uh, an example is I was driving down um, the road the wrong way. I thought it was a dual carriageway. And as a car came towards me, I realised that it wasn't. Oh, that's scary. Um, yeah, it was. It was... The road was going from dual carriageway to single, dual to single. So I just right, okay. got a bit distracted, I think. Um, and I was tired all the time. I had headaches. Um, I couldn't focus. And then I started having thoughts that actually, if I crashed the car, I could end up, I could go to hospital and just have a bit of a break. You know, I didn't want anything drastic to happen, but just something, just have a couple of days in hospital so I didn't have to worry about anything. Mm. It was at this stage and I started to think this isn't normal. So I went to the doctor and explained to them everything. And they went, yeah, you're depressed. And I'm mm. like, no, 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 no. I can't be depressed because nothing major has happened to me. And I assumed to be depressed, you know, that you'd have to go through, I don't know, like a divorce or a death or yeah. something quite major. I didn't realise that it could happen to people um, like me who just hadn't been dealing with things and I now call it the shit you know you we basically have a bin and we just keep putting stuff in it and we keep don't deal shit with in the bin, stuff. but you never empty it yeah exactly mm. and that's where I was at my bin was full of little building blocks I suppose um that I've never dealt with and the only way that my bin could be emptied at that stage was through depression mm. so I got given some tablets um and I sort of have some CBT and in the end I thought you know what I, I don't want to stay on these tablets so I came off them and I was okay and I carried on working for another another two years I think it was and I I was all right but there was like this hole in my stomach that I just couldn't fill and you know mm. I tried everything it was food it was alcohol it was exercise shopping holidays having your nails done you know all the stuff that's meant to make you feel good and I, this hole was just there all the time. Um, 
and then sort of life took over and um my mother-in-law actually um, got diagnosed with um dementia so um, both me and my husband were you know we were like ships in the night and in the end it's like look one of us needs to be around we, we can't carry on like this so I gave up my job and I spent sort of the first six months of the year this was in 2019 mm-hmm. so I spent the first six months basically looking after her and taking her to different clinics and stuff and at the time my husband was looking for a role and he had a um, career coach so I sat in on all of these sessions and being the person that I am I just butted in and made suggestions and then after my husband got a job the career coach turned to me and said so what about you what are you going to do I said mm. I don't know he goes have you thought about coaching and I went well I have you know I just downloaded the 20 pounds sort of thing off the internet and it was just sat in my inbox and you know through working in various roles within sort of corporate world you know I'd, I'd mentored um I suppose and coached without really knowing that I'd done so um and I thought yeah, I wouldn't mind this. And he suggested NLP to me. So NLP, if, if you're not aware, is neuro-linguistic programming. Mm-hmm. Now, at the time, I didn't have a clue what this was. But he mentioned this lady, um, Laura Evans, who um, she co- she does NLP coaching in Cardiff. Now, I'm from Wales originally. So there was lots of, um, I don't know, just things that fell in, in the right place. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go and see her. Um, so I went to do, she was doing a presentation for 20 minutes. So I drove um, from Reading to Bridgend for a 20 minute presentation. And she was talking about, you know, how we should, as, as managers, how we should talk differently to our employees. And it just resonated with me because as having been a manager, I'd never thought of it like that. So I thought, right, I'm going to go do this. So I signed up. Um, I basically moved myself down to Cardiff for about, I think it was 11 days. And Karen, if I'm being totally honest, I was going to get a certificate because I felt that if I was going to coach, I actually wanted to be a qualified coach. I know what you mean. I wanted to be a qualified coach as well. Yeah. And I found it difficult to actually find somebody who would give me a proper certification as well. And this area. is it. It's so difficult because you don't you don't have to have a qualification. But I just thought I, I want that coaching certificate yeah. because no, I've never I coached. Um, so I went and even though I did all the pre-work and all of that, I still didn't have a clue about what was about to happen to me. So I got there and within two days, I phoned my husband up and went, this is incredible. (laughs) Um, What's just happened to me is life-changing. And this is two days. I don't know what I'm going to be like after 11 days. I've just gone on tingly. Oh, my God. I just, it, 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 it was. It, it really was. It was like, wow. So day two, we, um, we do a belief change. Um, so this is where you, that, you know. You have a that, that's a massive game changer, changing oh, your beliefs. Huge. But 20 minutes it took. <laughs> it was just like, That wow. didn't take long. Um, take some of my so clients. years. Oh, I know. And it was its just all of these things. I'm just like, this, this is just, it was mind blowing. Anyway, the end of the 11 days, I had my practitioner certificate. I had my hypnosis certificate and I had my coaching certificate, which is what I went for. But more importantly, that hole in my stomach had gone. And so this was in the November of 2019. So I came home and I literally set up my business, got my website up and running. I had 
two paying clients starting in the January. Mm. And I just thought, this is incredible. Um, but it changed my life to such an extent. And not the fact that I've now got a coaching business, but I, you know, I turned to my husband, you know, <laughs> whilst we were in lockdown going, oh my God, what's going on? Basically said, do you know what? If I hadn't have had NLP, I don't think I will be able to cope with running a business and all of that, you know, mm. am I good enough? Can I do this? You know, all that imposter syndrome, all of those limiting beliefs. And it was just like, I, they were there, but I could just bat them away because it's like, no, no, I don't agree. I don't believe this. Go away, go away. They're not, you're not there. Um, and I just, I, you know, I just thought, my God, somebody trying to run their own business without having their shit dealt with beforehand mm. must be really hard. Um, it is. I uh, It's strange. I'm going to slightly interrupt you there because I remember um, years ago when, when I had um, the right site and I was doing conversion optimization for, for small businesses before I started doing the apps and coaching. Yeah. And there was one lady who every time I saw her, and she had a she had a beauty practice. And every time I saw her, she she looked apologetic all the time. Mm. And then she went away. And then I think two years later, I saw her again. And oh my God, suddenly there was this confident woman in front of me. And I said, What happened? She went, I got some coaching. And I went, boom. And then she had more clients coming in. She felt better about it, but she, everything had changed. The way that she looked, the way that that she presented herself, her confidence, and she looked younger as a result of it. Yeah. It was amazing. She just had to release some things which, which were belief systems, but other stuff that was just holding her back about herself. So, yeah, I know it works. And this is it. And, and going back to looking younger. Um, so when I came up from my NLP, people were saying, you just look different. You look shiny. And I said, yeah, I, I feel shyness and I feel really light as well. But one of um, my colleagues, um, mm. he did a technique on this lady and she went home and her husband turned to her and said, have you had Botox? And she went, no, I've been to see the coach. He said, but your frown lines have gone. <laughs> I'd gone that. I'd gone, gone. No, I had something cheaper. Yeah, exactly, and better. But, yeah. but that's the whole point. You know what I mean? It's like we, we. I don't think we understand just how powerful getting some of this stuff out of our system really is, and how much it's dragging us down. And this is something that you know I'm really passionate about because people sort of think, oh well, you know. I don't need a coach so there's something wrong or you know they still look at coaching as therapy and it's like do you know no what? no that's the thing no. the coach is legally not a not a therapy no we're not no, no. but also what I say to people if your starting point is at rock bottom you'll get to a certain level but if your starting point is higher than rock bottom you'll start to fly because yeah. what happens is is that you've got a higher starting point mm. so we shouldn't wait until there's something wrong mm. before we get a, a coach to work with particularly if we work alone mm. because sometimes we just need that fresh pair of eyes that push that accountability as well um to make us do what we need to do because it's so easy you know to sometimes sit back and go Oh, I'm not feeling it today. I can't be bothered with that. I don't want to do that because nobody is actually questioning what you're doing other than you. Mm. So sometimes having that coach and somebody poking you to go, have you did that? Have you done that? 
moves your business on so much quicker. It does. I, I, I think I've got on my website something like everybody needs a professional friend. And that's what I yes. think coaches who help business owners are because yes. we are you know, you know, we're both solopreneurs effectively. Yes, we've got yes. family around us and everything, but but we we do work on our own. So it can be isolating, very much yes. so. And 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 you're right. You know, if you are on your own, um, you you're you're in your own head, and that can be dangerous. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes it's not a good place to be. <laughs> no, no. Do you overthink things? I mean, at the end of the day, beliefs. You know, the way that we're feeling is because we keep having a thought that becomes the same thought. And then that thought leads to the emotion that then leads to whatever emotions are inside us. And, and that can also lead to poor health as a result of that. Yeah, it is. I, mean, I saw a, um, an image the other day and it was an image of like the, the body and with different parts of it. And then it was, you know, OK, if you're not physically ill or you've tried the physical route maybe you start to look at the mental route and you know it's things like mm. you know I think it was anger in if you, if you have issues with your heart and your chest maybe look at anger issues all of this and it's like you know our body's connected so therefore it's like you know we look after our health you know we go to um we go to the gym we go and get a PT you know we look after food and our nutrition and all of that but we neglect our mind and it's like that is probably the most important part of you that you need to actually get under and, control. And it's also I don't think it's I mean, I don't like the word mental. That's no. the bit that that I, I, I even I find it a bit of a taboo subject to even talk about mental health. You know, I'm a mental first aid, uh, mental health first aider as well. And even I don't like the word for some no. reason. I wish there was a different way. It's really interesting because when I started, it was like, okay, so what do, what do I say? You know, is it mental health? Is, and then I looked at mental fitness, but I thought, I don't really like that either. And it's, it's just the word like, mental, though, isn't it? It's, it's like, yeah, because you're mental, you're bonkers. It's like, yes, no, there you go. It's, it's mind. Got that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, you know, the, the presentation that I'm doing to, you know, to a few groups at the moment, it's called mental blocks. Mm. And it's just a bit like, oh, but what else can you use but they're using mindfulness aren't they mindfulness is a new one well it's not it new is. One. i just find mindfulness and oh god it's gonna sound awful now but i just because you you're gonna you're gonna upset a lot of coaches now i uh, i just find it a bit wishy-washy we should come just, up we need to come up with a word <laughs> we, we do we, and i don't know what it is but yeah you know i use the word mindset because I think that yeah. is mindset. Stronger. I think for business owners, I think is correct because it is a mindset yeah, for them. It's stronger mindfulness. Mm. I, I don't know. I just think there's. I don't know. It, it's just me. But yeah, mindset. I use a lot. Um, but it's yeah. We do need to come up with a new word because you're right. Mental isn't the right. Perhaps you word need to change your thing to six mindset blocks. Blocks. Yeah, that's probably a good idea actually because they are mindset instead of mental it's mindset. Yeah. All right. I'm going to write that down. Write that down um, now and then tell me about the six mindset blocks. Yes, I will. So what happened is, is that as I started coaching more and more, um, more people um, and in particular business owners, I started to realize that there were patterns here. Hmm. And people were coming to me, you know, with, with similar problems. And I'm like, okay. So I looked at, what my clients were coming to me with I then did a little bit of research and there seems to be these six um, mindset blocks that 
that we have. Um, and those six are, so fear of failure, fear of being successful, overwhelm, perfectionism, comparison, and imposter syndrome. Now with imposter syndrome, I'm gonna put imposter syndrome slash lack of confidence. Um, because, and particularly with women, I am finding that it's the lack of confidence that I'm dealing with the most. What, what was the one after overwhelm? Perfectionism. Perfectionism, thank you. Mm. So I'm writing these down as you can tell. Yeah. So these are the six blocks that, um, we tend to have now some people have got all six <laughs> uh, do you know yeah. what I, I had i had the second one so did i <laughs> i thought is that such a thing of success well do you know what i had it mm. and um it took me six months to work out that what my limiting belief was so i mm. i don't deserve to be successful and as soon as i realized what it what it was um I said, I phoned up one of my NLP friends and said, get rid of this belief because I can't have this. Um, and literally within 20 minutes, it was it was gone. And it was like, OK, fine. But um, it's really interesting, Karen, that both you and I had that same one. Uh, and I'm sure if people know us and see us, they, they would just think go, it. what? They, no, they wouldn't think, think it, would it. they? No, they wouldn't. And um, <laughs> but, but also for me, so for me with that one, what was really interesting is that even though I didn't believe that I deserved to be successful, mm. I didn't actually know what success looked like for me. So I, when I first started my coaching business, I wanted to earn what I was earning um, in my corporate world. I soon realized that um, unless I wanted to charge an absolute fortune or work long, long hours, that um, that probably wasn't going to happen in the next sort of two to three years. But also, and this this was a bit of a mind shift for me back last summer. So I've got two daughters, they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. And so bearing in mind, my business really started in January 2020. And then the whole world basically, you know, so I'd been homeschooling and, you know, they weren't going anywhere. So it was fine. But then when we started to open up a bit last year, I suddenly realised that actually, my working, my core working hours were nine to three, thir- well, nine to three, because I needed to get them. And then there was after school clubs, and then there was this, that, and the other. My mother-in-law's still with us, so, you know, I'd go and help her as well. So mm. all of a sudden, I'm like, I can't work every hour, God sends, and actually, I don't want to. So I redefined what success looked like to me. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I did that, and it was clear, and then with the block of the limiting belief being removed it was just like right I've got this I know exactly what success looks like and I 100% deserve it so I think doing those two things really helped me um and again the first question I ask my clients is what is successful for you in your business yeah and most of them don't know they've not Mm -hmm. even thought about it so it's it's for me that sort of you know 101 you need to know that otherwise how can you measure what you're doing how do you know you just hear the voices in your head saying well you haven't done this and you haven't done that it's like yeah but I've reached these goals and I've achieved what I wanted to achieve so therefore I'm successful thank you very much I've done 
For for me, the success thing was to do with my dad because my dad was never really? successful. Yeah. So because he was never successful, I never knew what that looked like. Mm-hmm. I never experienced that in terms of celebration, you know, as a child or anything like that. It was always, it was always around, you know, trying to find the money. Yeah. So 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 that became my mantra as well. How do I find the money? How do I? you know what is success and then and then if I got clients who I you know I moved towards it I was a bit scared of it because then I didn't know what to do with it so so yeah but uh but I've since had a bit of uh, spiritual healing on that and we're all good me and my dad you're good with it he's passed on he's passed away now but but yeah but I've I've released that they released it it's really interesting you should say that I had a client that said the same they were like I I don't know what I I don't spend time with successful people so therefore Mm. I don't know what what success looks like and I'm like and then it goes back to the comparison it's like do not compare yourself to others it's like what is success to you what do you want it to be and you know so again it was like taking two of these blocks and going right come on let's just see what you want to be successful but you're right you know our parents as we know um and you know our um teachers from an early age age Mm. and our friends they have a huge impact on us Mm. Um, and, you know, and what we believe about ourselves and, you know, what we think we can do and think that we can't do. Um, and those, yeah, those money barriers, they're just, um, yeah, that's a, another podcast completely. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's is money barriers yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Because, because, you know, for, for me, m- money was associated with, 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 with the lack of success, I guess. Yeah. To an extent. And that's where, where the failure comes in. Um not you know your 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 fear of failure is not being good enough isn't it and and therefore you've not had a role model to make you feel good enough no now I never felt that I've never felt that I've always felt that I was good enough never thought I was that bright or intelligent yet I've done more education since leaving school than 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 probably 10 times more yes and and I think this is the other thing Uh, you know I sort of say to to my clients what are you learning and they look at me as if I'm mental it's like if you're not learning, you're not growing. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, you know, pick a book up, listen to a podcast, do something, but don't just sit there and go, well, I've got my qualifications, I've got my business, and I'm fine now. It's like, no, 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 no. no we've, got to to con- we, 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 we've come here, you know, from, from a spiritual point of view, for me anyway, you know, I've come here to, to grow and expand, but I only do that through, through learning, either through learning of my own experiences which give me contrast, you know, um, and then I learn from that so that I either I become better or I begin, begin to understand how other people um, uh, are managing their lives such Definitely. that I can help them with that, what contrasts are in their life. And it's so important. It's because it's sort of, and I found, because I found 2021 actually harder than 2020. And reflecting back on the year I look at it and go well in 2020 I was doing my master's um in in NLP so I was learning a lot um but in 2021 I was reading and I was listening to podcasts but I I don't think I stretched myself from a learning point of view in 2021 and I think that's one of the reasons why I struggled with it Mm. so one of my goals for 2022 is I am going to um, basically invest in myself and invest in my learning um, 
because I want to, to, to continue to grow. And it's kind of saying you talk about the, the spiritual side of it, because for me, that's the bit. If we were having this conversation two years ago when you were talking to me about, you know, um, speciality and the law of attraction and, and all of this, I'd be sitting there going, this lady's mental. You know, this is a bit weird. Um, <laughs> Weirder. I had a closed mindset and I will admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now I just sort of go, well, why not? Actually, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've read the law of attraction, you know, I've um, seen the the, 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 te- the, the Netflix um yeah, the film thing about it, and I'm re- I'm I think I'm really open minded. I just need to get a little bit more open minded and more in touch um, with my spiritual side because I sort of know it's there, but I'm yeah. a little bit resistant at the moment. So that's what I'm investing in this I th- year. I think it's Not about my business. I think it's about letting go it is. of 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 the beliefs completely. Yes. You know what I mean, and and not hold. Too many people hold on to them, like like you've like like people think you've got to work hard to be able to make money. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. You, know? you can attract things into your life, but that's the yeah, the law of attraction is a whole separate conversation. It is that's, that's another podcast. But again, it goes back to our parents, doesn't it? You know, and and and, our yeah, and their parents. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. You know, when when I look at at my dad, I mean, I love my dad probably more since he's died. <laughs> so weird, more since he's died because I've understood him more. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've looked yeah. back at his childhood and the fact that his dad died when he was fifteen. His his sister was twelve years older than him. He didn't really have much nurturing, and his his mother apparently wasn't that that you know cuddly type mum. Mm. She was, and they were quite very religious as well. So he didn't really have that nurturing side to him, you know, and he just wanted success. He just wanted to to make money. And unfortunately, he died. He died without any money. So, yeah, you know. that's probably for him. Having money. What's what made it him was it was it feel... was he was always chasing the money. Yeah. And I guess I started out chasing the money and now I don't. I start out serving others. That's what uh-huh. I do. And you know what? I think when people make that switch of, mm. you know, I'm just going to be, I'm going to as you say serve others. I am going to be passionate about what I do. I am going yeah. to be authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, integrity is huge for me. And, mm. you know, it's like, you know, and, and I think as soon as you become that person, again, you attract similar people. And, and this is a whole part, you know, this is it. It's like, do you know what? I want to work with, I, I do want to work with people like me, you know, my perfect avatar is somebody like me mm. a couple of years ago it's like right come on let's sort you out because it's I've been there done that got the hat and I'm over the other side so it's like I you know I, I know what people are going through so you know I do want to attract those kinds of people and mm. I, yeah it's sort of and that's why you know that I don't deserve success but also working out what success meant to me mm. was so important so important um yeah because then you just you just know who you want to work with and being able to pick and choose who you work with again is really important because we can't we don't all gel no no we don't you see everybody's energies are different and and you can feel people's energies um yes and and i you know it's strange because because coaching taught me a lot about my own energy and how i reacted to other people's energies so, like, if my other half is in a bad mood, 
and I come home in a great mood, yeah. Um, suddenly I'm being attacked by by this energy of the other yeah. person, and I'm like, whoa! And then I react to that instead of going, "This isn't mine." I will ask yeah. if everything's okay and how can I help. Yeah, I didn't even know I had energy, Karen, before I started. Coaching. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, you know, from a physical point of view, physics, we're all made up of energy. Exactly. Whether it is, we've our cells are vibrating all the time. That's why they they vibrate and then they they you know they they divide and multiply and everything. And that's how we we stay alive that's and everything. Work. Yeah. It's all good. But yeah, it's, as you say, so, and also you know when you've got. You know, when you are working with somebody and the energy is, as you say, in, in a little bit of a conflict, it's, it's mm. exhausting for both parties. So therefore, mm. you know, that rapport and making sure that you've got the right coach and mm. the right client is so important. And mm. I think people forget this as well. They're like, oh, well, I work with somebody and it didn't work. Okay. How many personal trainers have you been through? <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. How many restaurants have you been to? Yeah. Yeah, some of that people do. Yeah, they they don't try again. But again, that no. that's just you know. And I I've done that. You know, I've 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 switched people, and I think you should anyway. I I don't think you should. And they even say as a therapist, you know, as a therapist, you shouldn't have a client for more for more than two years. You need because because if you can't fix them, then they really need to go elsewhere. They're, this yeah. is it. And you know, I tend to work with my clients. The m- most I work with them is thirteen hours. Mm. In, a, in one go and I don't I can do 13 hours a 13 hour day but I don't do that but 13 hours in one go and mm. then it's like right you need, you need a break now because yeah, I don't absolutely. want you becoming reliant on me and then if they do come back and then something else has happened to them I'll have a chat and just work out actually are you coming back to me because you are dependent on me or do you really need my help mm. um and then do it that way but yeah you're right and then also going back to the fact that you know as coaches we also need coaches and I think we forget that sometimes is that actually we need help and support. And depending on where you are in your business, you need different kinds of people. Mm. And it's and and again, you as you were saying yourself, you know, we learn from people. So therefore, it's like you know, you know, my coach who, who took me through NLP was brilliant. Mm. But actually, now I need somebody different, and I actually want to get different perspective on things so I can go oh, okay yeah I can look at that and maybe I can use that in my business you know I speak to them the other day about the way that she prices her packages up absolute genius never thought about it but well I said, we need a separate I conversation on how she does that <laughs> yes it's really really clever way what she does but um right. but you, we learn off people so it's just yeah. incredible I love yeah. it I love working with people yeah. I found my passion and I'm so happy that I have done so <laughs> so we've covered off failure success uh fear of overwhelm I think most people have that don't they I don't have a fear of overwhelm or is it just that they're in overwhelm they're in overwhelm right. so you know this, this is very much you cannot see the wood for the trees and mm. again because you know as business owners as you say you know solopreneurs we do most stuff ourselves unless we mm. outsource but then it's like, what do you outsource at what stage and this, that and the other. And, and I think, I think again, most people that go into having their own business, like I have the skills of being a coach. Mm. It was a bit of a shock to me that I had to learn to be a business owner because nobody's yeah. actually mentioned that to me whilst I was going through my coaching yeah. qualification. It's tough sometimes. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, I now need to do all of this. Um, 
and there were days when I thought you know if somebody had told me how hard this was going to be I may have just sat at my corporate job and just took the money thank you very very much Um, Mm. so I think sometimes we get to that stage where the business side is so overwhelming because we don't know where to go and there are business coaches out there you know so therefore you can go to them but it's just that rabbit in headlights kind of I don't know where to start and then procrastination comes into it anxiety anxiety stress and all of this this starts Mm. to tumble and tumble and tumble and and then you just you know you're on that spiral unfortunately so I think overwhelm out of all of these is probably the most dangerous because I don't think we realize when we're in that spiral yeah you don't see it coming no you don't so so I had I had a bit of that you talk about um 2021 so last year um around this time last year probably a couple of months into it actually um I found myself crying and Mm. I was in tears over Chelsea losing in the FA Cup final against Aston Villa so I'm a Chelsea fan and I was like I started crying I was sobbing I was like and I stood there I thought what the hell is wrong with me because (laughs) it's just a football game Karen but what I realized is is I hadn't I I had so much to do in my business that I'd created I need to do this I need to do that I need to do this and I hadn't moved forward with it and and I didn't know because I didn't know where to start because I just like you know just put them all together it just felt really overwhelming for me and I hadn't recognized it so as soon as I got to that point I went whoa okay I'm in overwhelm I've got anxiety I'm in overwhelm because I've created this for me so now I need to go away and I did I I I I took a break went over to my mate's house because I had to get out of the environment I was in nothing to do with what's happening here I just needed to walk away from the room that I work in and go somewhere else so I went to I found my mate up Vaughan I said Vaughan can I come over he said sure I said can I spend a couple of nights and he said yeah not a problem so I went over to see him and then I just got on with the one thing that I need that I said I would focus on which was my website and then I came home a couple of days later and I was absolutely fine but I but I can recognize it you can recognize it yeah That's the difference. Um, you know I think like you uh, like me Karen you're quite self-aware yeah so it's a bit like right okay when things go wrong or you would go into overwhelm, it's like, well, stop. What do I need to do here? Um, and again, I think, you know, I've, I've learned this and going back to, you know, just stopping and listening to your body and actually listening to those voices are quite important mm. as well. Because, you know, we always say about, you know, the voices in your head, da, 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 you know, the negative, da, da, da. they are. But actually, when you, when you get rid of all the negative rubbish and you really listen, there's some good stuff that comes through and this is what I say to my clients you've got the answer inside you I just need to help you find it because Mm. at the minute your life is not allowing you to do so so it's and then and taking yourself away to another environment is a brilliant idea because you know you're away from everything that's causing you stress everything that's adding to the overwhelm and just yeah picking one thing and dealing with it yeah and it, and it and that but that that cleared it because I decided what what's what is actually causing me because I hadn't done that everything else was sort of small but to get that done actually just just then opened up everything else and everything else just became easier after that yeah so, so you have to pick you have to say okay and I sat with it you know what I do now with it with if I'm feeling anxious 
Um, and you, you you either get it in your chest or, or in your stomach. It depends. You know, everyone's slightly yeah. different. Me, I used to get it in my chest. And then I used to, and I'd go, oh, what's that? And I'd go, right, okay, what is it? What's causing it? And I would just go through a list. Like, so I'd look at my list and I'd go, okay, is it you? No. And I'd know mm. because because my anxiety would just then hit me. And I went to yeah. my website. And this okay, is well, it. Let's do that, Karen. No one's do stopping it. you. I have the choice. It's my choice. It's That's the thing. We all yeah, have I, choices. I have conversations with myself. Honestly, if you could live in my head, I'd probably be in an asylum. <laughs> no, I literally don't let me. do. You know, it's like, is this the right thing? No. Or mm. yes. Are you sure it's the right thing? Because I'm not sure if it is. And all of a sudden, by the end of it, it's like, yeah, that is what I need to do. I'm just avoiding it. Okay, right, do it. But yeah, and again, it's just listening to yourself and just, I think it's giving yourself permission and space mm. to just yes. stop and think. It's funny, isn't it? Because we don't give ourselves permission. We think that we can't no. or we're not allowed to. And it's like, hang on. No yeah you can you got the choice nobody owns you yeah you are your own human self physical form this is it. form so it doesn't matter yeah, this but... thing i think i think we also have a fear of upsetting other people oh gosh yeah yeah we're complete pleasers yeah completely most of us it are does, does that therefore is that like a perfectionism as well then if we look it at is, the... it is. it's a it perfect so for me perfectionism and fear of failure are two that go quite close together as well um mm. and because it's a bit like so for example like your website you could have sat there and gone it's not perfect it, it's not exactly i still as do I but i just leave it until just i go back it. to it yeah. later mm. do, do you know i'm not a perfectionist if anything i'm the other way and um and i'm dyslexic so i, I use that as an excuse but so i did i redid my website last year and because i am dyslexic i asked four different people to read it for God me bless you and then yesterday, I just happened to post something about my website and a lady messaged me and said, um, just to let you know, there's a couple of spelling mistakes on your page. And I went, brilliant. What are they? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm exactly the same because I'm useless at writing oh. or I put extra words in. Yeah. And I just like, she goes, I hope you don't mind. Not at all. Thank you very much. Yeah, I it. just went and changed it. I wasn't bothered because... Mm. What's the point? I could have sat on that website, the same as you could have done, and not pressed published because we were scared that it wasn't perfect. Actually, what are we really scared of? We're scared of failing. So therefore, if we don't push it out there, mm. then we can't fail. But what are we That's doing? Very we're true. I never thought of it that yeah. way. Mm. Re- I think they're really closely linked. They do but, come hand in hand, don't they? Yeah. And mm. it's like, like you know, it. you, and you spent hours on your, I don't know, a program that you want to sell and nobody buys it he's go oh my god I'm a failure but do you know what it was that image that image wasn't right I knew it wasn't right it's like no it wasn't the image <laughs> no, it's nothing to do with it it's it's your yeah. energy that's attached to it the fact that it's not exactly perfect. exactly and this is it it's like just get it out there and you know so and I actually <sighs> I was gonna say I play on it I don't play on it I'm just honest mm. I'm honest if somebody's you know I'll say to people, this is my website, have a look at it. There may be some mistakes in it. I'm really sorry. But as long as those mistakes don't stop you from working with me, then I'm happy for you to see them. Yeah. And that's it. You know, yeah. it's sort of, and, and again, you know, we're so so used to seeing words that our brain knows what the word is anyway, even if it isn't spelt correctly, or there's mm. two words in there, they miss the, it misses the word that shouldn't be there. Yeah. 
Mm. So, you know, I just think you can just get out. But yeah, perfectionism. I, I've yeah, perfectionism. But I've just funnily because so I've just I've just posted on LinkedIn today. Um, yeah. um benefits of a mobile app and the pitfalls. And I've actually put on there in, in my in my post, I've gone, if there's any spelling mistakes or anything, guys, can you let me know? Yeah. <laughs> Straight in. Because I want people to let me know. Not only that, exactly. it, hopefully they'll go in and check it out and read it and they'll be looking for the spelling mistakes so they can come and tell me because those can are I the perfectionists you. who will go off and do that. Yeah. But also you've got engagement then. That's yes, absolutely. Come to you. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm stupid as well. I have done it for a reason. Yeah, but, you know. but genuinely, it's because I, you know, I know there's some spelling mistakes in there. Brilliant. And it's just, about, and I get, because back to integrity as far as I'm yeah. concerned, mm. you know, it, it is me, you know, <laughs> this is me. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but perfectionism, and I, and I do call it out when people say I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. I'm a, no, actually, you're procrastinating. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. you're right. So, yeah, my what husband's comparison then. <laughs> So comparison. So this, again, this goes back to childhood to when we used to be sitting next to our friend in class and, you know, their picture was better than yours or, you know, they could spell better or, you know, their voice was better than yours. And, you know, the teacher would go, well done, Lisa, you've done a really good job. And you're sat there going, what about me then? Mm. So it goes right back to childhood. But the, the thing about comparison is social media has just impacted it so much. And, you know, everybody's life on social media is amazing you know we don't post what a shit day we've had it's like oh I'm amazing um and we know that we shouldn't be looking at other people's lives and thinking they're amazing because our lives aren't but we still do it because everybody's better than you are and this I had this um so there's a lady that I qualified with and her background is HR and back in sort of March of 2020, actually, I think it was more like April, May 2020, she was busy. It's like, what is she doing? She, she was like, you know, where are I called? I'm busy. I'm with a client. Can I call you back? Da, 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 da. And I'm thinking, what are, you, what are you doing that I'm not doing? Because this, mm. this is just ridiculous. Anyway, what I found out last year is she wasn't coaching. She was doing HR consulting. Because the, the furlough schemes had come out and companies were just like, what? So, you know, HR consultants were in big demand. Mm. And I'm like, I thought you were coaching. She goes, oh, no, I was coaching a few people. She goes, but it was consultancy. So I'd been sat there comparing my coaching business to her HR consultancy business. Which you can't do. Which you can't do. Spending more time worrying about what she was doing and not what I was doing. Mm. Which then had a massive impact on my business. And it's yeah. like... You just have to. Because business owners okay. lie, though, as well. Oh, God, yeah. They'll well, make out they're busy. Exactly. Yeah. And this, and this is it. It's like, don't compare. You know, you can't. Because no. as soon as you do, then, you know, those negative voices start coming again. Oh, look at so-and-so. They're doing a good job. And you're doing a shit job. You may as well, you know, it's like, nah. Stop it. Stop have it, you, stop it, stop it. Have you heard of Marcus Sheridan? No, I haven't. It's a very good book. He's got a couple of books out. And um, okay. he actually says, so So he used to have, um, so he's an American guy. Um, I, I, I follow him. I've, I've had conversations with, well, email, sort of LinkedIn yeah. conversations with him. Uh, very, very famous guy. He's got, what's his book called? Ask, um, let's find it. Oh, they ask, you answer. No, I do know. Now that you've said it. There you go. Yes, okay. the name, yes. 
and yes. he's got and he's got another one out which is the the visual aid or the visual something I can't remember what it anyway that's about, about using video but one of the things that he always said is always always talk about your competitors in in a, in a good light yeah because sometimes they do something better than you and if you are if if you've thought about it you can refer people to them because what you really want to do is you want to help your clients so yes. don't compare yourself to them. If they do something better, then 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 let other people know. No. So so and, so and, and put it on your website. Say, oh, and these guys do do this because we don't do that. So if you're coming to us for that, then please go to these guys because they're much better than us. And this is it. It's just like um, you know, oh, I get. So going back to um the career coach that my husband had, I think he has referred four clients to me. Mm. Now he does do a little bit of mindset work with his mm. clients, but he recognizes that he can't do what I do yeah. and he'll take them to a certain level. And some clients they're fine. But then you go, look, I can't help this person any further. Can mm. you talk to them? Yeah. So actually, you know, I get a lot of referrals from him and, um, and I refer people to him as well so mm. you could you know you could argue that could I do career coaching if I really wanted to I suppose I could it's not it's not my bag what you want to do I'd no. rather, you know I'd rather pass it on to somebody who's an expert in the field yeah. um and, and do it that way so yeah I think I, you know it's right you, you you shouldn't um sort of we shouldn't diss anybody you know it's like well, I don't care who they are you know I've got really really good friends who are competitors but you know what there's enough to go around so is there a little bit of comparison and imposter syndrome yes I think there 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 is a link there because again it's that voice telling you that you're not good enough because Mm. look at what they're doing and you're not doing that um but I oh I hate imposter syndrome. I don't know why we've got this word. It just feels like it's a word that. How, how what is the description of imposter syndrome? So imposter syndrome is, and I don't know what the, the uh, dictionary definition is, no. but it's when you feel as you believe that you are not good enough to do something, that you're not knowledgeable enough to do something, that you're winging it, and basically you're scared so for me it's lack of confidence it's not imposter yeah. syndrome mm. but there's, there's this word that's come out is it here. like fear somebody would find you out it is mm. it is but but all, but what it is it's, it's not fear that somebody will find you out it's fear that the person who has put their faith in you mm. you will let them down by not doing a good a job as they want you to do because Nine times out of 10 with imposter syndrome is you have been asked by somebody else to do something Mm -hmm. because they believe in you. You've said yes. And then you just go, oh, I can't do that. I shouldn't have said yes. I should have said, go and speak to Fred. That's what it is. That's where imposter syndrome comes in. So it's not you. It's not, you know, me going, applying to go and do a presentation somewhere and then going, oh, what have I done? Because that is more of a confidence thing. Imposter syndrome is when somebody else asks you to do something. It's like you asked me to do the podcast tonight. And I said, yes, yeah, okay. Then I turned up and went, oh, what am I doing this? Karen should have asked somebody else. I don't know what I'm doing. This is just rubbish. <laughs> and there's voices. So it's, it's because somebody else has put their faith in you 
and you're like mm, okay so yeah that's what that is and it's just but, but for me it is linked to confidence and comparing as well because I, like, I don't think confidence. I've ever had that no I don't think I have either. <laughs> I'm quite pleased actually because I could you imagine that's quite draining on on the individual yeah. themselves so but I think also it's quite interesting going back to the conversation we were having at the beginning about getting a coaching certificate. Mm. You know, you could argue, well, have we both got a certificate so that we can go, you would not so much suppose, hide behind it and go, I've got a certificate, I'm good enough, I'm good enough. <laughs> Whereas if we didn't, would we feel? I don't know. Um, I, no, I, I, don't think, know. I, think, I think if I took a coaching course that was two weeks and suddenly I was a coach, I would yeah. feel like an imposter. Yeah. You know, the, the course that I took was was a year and and we were coaching uh, clients through that. We had to do 70 hours of coaching, coaching and we had it. to to have some. We had to have six of those coaching sessions and we could choose them. And then we chose 12 minutes of it um, in which then they got reviewed and we got feedback from it. And it was really, yeah. really useful as well. Scary and to have somebody that. listening on your conversations, but it really, really worked. So what was that? I said you need that because you need it because also you know you know as we said at the beginning we're not therapists but we still have a big impact on people's lives so therefore it's like you know we've got to be careful what we say um you know I had a lady come to me and she said um I um I think I want to leave my husband I'm like you what (laughs) it's like I go do it <laughs> it's like, hang on a minute. Um, yeah, and um, she came to me about something completely different, and then it was like, oh, this this is quite big. So you know, we do have mm. an impact on people's lives. So you know, I think we do need to be careful. But for me, imposter syndrome is like, no, you know, it's, it's let's work on your confidence, and then you won't have imposter syndrome. But yeah, but they're not, you know, they're all slightly linked anyway, aren't they? But that comparison as well, mm. they're doing a better job than I am. It's like, that's brilliant. You don't know that, what all of that, all of those, really, really interesting. I'm glad that you sh- that you've come on to talk about them because I wasn't sure what. And I know you said the the six mindset mm. blocks, as we're now calling it. Yes, uh, holding people back. But I think you're absolutely right. These are them, aren't they? So yes, well, they're the ones that I see. You know, yes, there's a couple more that come through. But you know, mm. if, if I had to roll everything up and go, actually, th- these are the six that tend to be the most common um but also I think the most the most that can be detrimental to to what we do so it's like let's just get rid of them you know we don't need all of that um so yeah it's just get rid of them they don't need to be there but the other thing is if you recognize that you've got a couple of these don't try and actually fix them all at the same time just just no no just 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 (laughs) either work on understand what it is yeah, I think it's understanding what may be causing it, and if not, then obviously you know, um, you know, come to you, and and hopefully they'll uh, you'll be able to identify and and work through through with it. Exactly, this is it, and you know, a yeah. lot of people come to me and say, I don't know what's wrong. I'm just a bit stuck. And this is or... where this is it. That's it. And sometimes yeah. this is what coaches do. It's like we're not, you know, you're not, you know, mentally unwell. No. You just need a bit of help, a bit of guidance. That's it. But, you just need to talk to somebody and it makes such a difference it, it really does yeah wow. yeah huge difference so how can people contact you then so they can contact me um so my email address so my business is called believe 
Spell that because I know yeah, it's I need to spell it. So it's B double E L double E V. And um, my email address is Yvonne, which is Y V O double N E at believe.co.uk. Brilliant. Okay. I'll so, also put that up anyway. Um, yeah. With uh, so everyone can see that on the. Uh, Perfect. And then my website the is www.believe.co.uk. So, yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Do you know so what? That's how they can contact me. And honestly, Karen, you know, if anybody, I, I actually offer um, a free hour session. Excellent. Well, that, that's really generous of you because some people well, just only offer like a 30 minute no, So I just think that people, to, to understand what I do and how I can help, I think people need to see it because NLP is a bit different. Um, so therefore, it's like, right, come to me, we'll have a chat, we'll find what's holding you back, and we will start to work on that problem in the session. Okay, cool. And then it's up to yeah. them, you know, it may be that they go, do you know what, right, thank you, you know, that's all I need right now, and they go away. It's fine, I will keep in touch, or they may go, do you know what, can we have another session? Yeah. Because um, I always give people homework anyway. Um, and I just think that that hour just again they, you know if they, if they don't like me they won't want to work with me and it's like okay fine it just gives us both that enough time to see if we get on but also start working on a problem because there's nothing worse than when you start speaking to somebody and you go oh I need some help and then they go oh I can see you in about three weeks and you sat there going oh, I want some help now <laughs> so yeah, that's why I do it brilliant Yvonne, it's been a pleasure to talk talk to you. I wasn't sure how this how this this would go um, because we've not spoken depth yet, you know. But no. <laughs> you know, we definitely need to meet up in person. I'll be lovely. Have a good old drink, a coffee yes. or something, or perhaps something slightly stronger, but not too much because we'll probably both be driving. We'll have to drive, yeah, um, yeah, and um, and just carry on the conversation a little bit. I think I think it'd be useful for us. Both. No, that'd be great. And thank yeah. thank you for allowing me to come on because I really yeah. enjoyed it. It's been really my, nice. My pleasure. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen listening in. That is Yvonne Pritchard. Thank you, Yvonne. Thank you. What a great conversation that was. So there you go. The six mindset blocks now rather than mental blocks. Now, it's, it, what I also found interesting is that most coaches become coaches due to circumstances. And that was the same with, with Yvonne here in that she had this hole in her stomach that she just couldn't fill. And the reason being is that she was meant to be doing something much more life fulfilling and that's supporting and helping others um so yeah um hope you enjoyed it i just want to apologize very briefly to aston villa fans for saying that you got to the cup final i'm really sorry about that um like i said i had a bad day that day um uh, but it was actually uh, leicester so just wanted to make a correction there and hopefully i've not upset too many fans um really you know with with yvonne get on board you know she's offering you this one hour free session and given what you now know about her and you can see her personality, everything shines through, her enthusiasm, everything, um, get on board, you know, get in touch with her, Yvonne at believe 
www.ghostsofthecoast.co.uk and um, I will catch up with you very soon with my next podcast. Hopefully it'll be Katie, but if it's not, then that'll be a lovely surprise for you. Take care, everybody. <laughs>